Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Guess what, Will? What's that, Mango? So today I lost half an hour looking up theme restaurants that I definitely don't want to eat at. Have you heard of the Disaster Cafe? I haven't, but I have to admit I'm intrigued. So what happens at the Disaster Cafe? So this is a failed restaurant concept from Spain, but it's so great. So when you walk in, you travel down to the depths of the earth, as they put it, and get seated in this cave-like area. And the first thing most patrons noticed is that all the wait staff is wearing these hard hats, like construction hats. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you order your food, the trays are all super, super heavy. But the entire concept of the place is that sometime during your meal, you'll actually experience a simulated earthquake that measures 7.8 on the Richter scale. <laughs> all right. So let me get this straight. I'm actually paying to eat and feel an earthquake at the same time. And why is it a 7.8? I think because that's the optimal earthquake setting for maximum dining enjoyment. But oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea. But but the whole concept is that you don't know when the earthquake's actually going to happen. So I guess it's for thrill seekers or maybe for people who love playing Russian roulette over a fine meal. So I have to know, though, was, was the food any good? Yeah, apparently the food's great. And like most theme restaurants, business was initially strong because of the buzz, but Eventually, the novelty wore off, and the fact that the drinks spilled all over the place regularly and you couldn't wear nice clothes there took its toll. So I guess the owners snuffed out their beloved disaster cafe. But uh, today's Nine Things is all about theme restaurants, because even if we don't want to eat at them or invest in them, we definitely want to talk about them. Let's dig in. Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Part-Time Genius. I'm Will Pearson, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Mangesh Hatikater, or at least halfway joined by Mangesh Hatikater. I'm uh, 
in New York waiting on Mango and Tristan to come up here tomorrow. Now, Mango, I have to know, is, is Tristan sitting behind the glass? And if so, what is he doing today? He is indeed sitting behind that glass. And today he's looking at recipes from his Bubba Gump Shrimp Company cookbook. Wow, he's always up to something interesting. Hey, and that's perfect because I don't know if that still exists up here in New York, but if it does, we definitely have to take him over there and just just drop him off. I don't want to go in, but we'll sure. drop him off at the uh, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. So now today, Mango, we're talking about theme restaurants. So I'm curious, what are your feelings about theme restaurants? You know, I, I was thinking about this earlier. I'm actually kind of conflicted because, I, I, I mean, they're, they're obviously tourist traps. And I feel like there was an age when I was super into them, right? Like maybe when I was 11 or 12, I was all about going to like Hard Rock Cafes and Planet Hollywoods. And if there was, I don't know, like a hedgehog cafe in my neighborhood, I'm sure I would have begged my parents to go. But then you kind of age out of them, right? Like, like medieval times isn't where you want to get dragged as an angsty teen, unless you're into like Dragon Con or Renaissance fairs. And then you get a little older and it's exactly where you want to drag your nephews or nieces. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I subjected my little nephew Ryan to a ton of things that he wouldn't want to do. <laughs> Like what? What do you mean? <laughs> like I forced him to go to that ninja cafe in New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there, there are all those like secret hiding spots and the ninjas jump out at you in like clouds of smoke and the sushi comes on a bed of dry ice. So it's all smoky, too. And I think the weirdest thing is that the ninjas come around to your tables to do card tricks. <laughs> well, speaking of magic, I, I do know you wanted to talk about your favorite magic cafe, and that's David Copperfield's Magic Underground, right? That's right. So, you know, when I was a kid, I, I mentioned this to you, but I, I like David Copperfield, and we actually went to see him when he came to Wilmington. My my mom used to tape his specials on TV so we could watch them, and I, I'd, of course, heard about his legendary Statue of Liberty trick. That's where he made it disappear on TV, right? Yeah, that's right. And over the years, of course, I saw him more as a caricature than that cool magician you love as a nine-year-old, <laughs> kind of more of a Job character. But <laughs> apparently in the mid-90s, he spent three years trying to launch Copperfield's Magic Underground Restaurant, and the plans were so elaborate. So apparently the first one was supposed to be in Times Square, and it is just too good. So I'm actually going to read you the description from the New York Times article about it. So the designs from the Times Square restaurant called for a heroic 45-foot figure to stand astride the front entrance, flanked by a pair of 18-foot gas torches. Neon signs were to erupt every hour in a 90-second light show, with lights proclaiming the site Copperfield's Magic Underground emerging from the display. So it's already ridiculous, right? And then you get inside... <laughs> There's supposed to be a 70-foot atrium with gargoyles perched on steel trusses in a style Mr. Rockwell called Industrial Gothic. Diners were to sit on terraces nestled around a model of the Statue of Liberty's torch, and to the eye, banquettes and a bar would levitate, while a section of diners would suddenly disappear, and once an hour, a death saw would appear to cut a diner in half. <laughs> Everywhere, there would be what became known as the Davids large-scale likenesses of Mr. Copperfield. I mean, it is so amazing. And uh, apparently it was like a 30,000-square-foot place. And the New York Times writes, the restaurant's greatest trick was making $34 million of investment money disappear. $34 million and nothing ever came of this? Mm -mm, isn't that amazing? That is that is an impressive trick. <laughs> All right, well, here's a place I'm fascinated by. It's called Eau Noir in Montreal. And when you go in, you're actually asked to surrender anything that glints light. So we're talking watches, phones, anything like that. And then you're led into this completely dark room where you eat your meal. And the experience is supposed to be incredible. 
because all your other senses are heightened when you're just focusing on touch, smell, and hearing. So I'm curious about this. Do people ever get scared of the dark or uncomfortable when they're there? Well, actually, that feeling of discomfort is part of the experience. You know, people occasionally will want to leave because they're scared of the dark and then they'll be calmed down by the wait staff. But, you know, the really interesting thing about the place is that all the wait staff is blind and the proceeds from the restaurant go to the local groups that support the visually impaired. And the whole idea is that people initially go to the place because of the novelty of it, you know, or because the food is actually supposed to be really good. But from the articles I've read, they really come away from the experience with more empathy and and kind of this appreciation for how the visually impaired navigate the world. That is awesome. Well, I've got to say the next theme restaurant on my list has a far less humanitarian mission. It's a place I have no intention of going, and it's called Taiwan's Modern Toilet Restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) So I read the section on the website about it that says, Business philosophy and direction. And it says, uh, in April 2006, all modern restaurants changed their name to modern toilet restaurants. In the future, a greater range of washroom facilities will greet new customers and old friends alike. <laughs> so what is the story behind this? I don't know. I guess it's just good branding, but <laughs> apparently it started because an owner was reading his uh, comics on the toilet and inspiration struck and the shop began as Actually, it's an ice cream parlor where they serve chocolate-only ice cream and put the scoops in these squat toilet containers. <laughs> and for some reason, people went wild for it. And then it expanded to like a full restaurant where you got hot pot and mini commodes. I, I really don't get this. But according this to the site, so weird. I know they've launched over 16 places. And apparently there was even like a short-lived one in Vegas where you could sit on a throne as you ate from a tinier throne. But uh, for some reason, it didn't take off. I can't imagine why. It just seems like such a brilliant business model. All right. Well, here's a fun one. If you're tired of watching the pit master at a barbecue restaurant do his work or bored by the local hibachi chef, you need to head to the El Diablo restaurant in Spain. And that's where the chefs actually cook over an active volcano. So I I don't get it. Like, what is it with Spain and all these disaster restaurants? Like (laughs) first the earthquake thing, now a real volcano. I have no idea, but this one actually does sound pretty fascinating. And it's not like those viral videos of people cooking steak over lava. It's more just a giant grill over a 450 degrees Celsius fire pit in the ground. But it's still pretty cool. And and the view from the place, it's actually on a national park and it's supposed to be just stunning. Oh, man. Well, I, I could definitely see the appeal of that. Well, if we're going for something scarier, I think we should move from Volcanoes of Spain to Japan's Alcatraz ER restaurant. Well, that sounds a little bit weird, but but what is it? <laughs> it's so weird. And again, not a restaurant I would ever go to, but it's fun to talk about. So uh, according to Atlas Obscura, this place is a kitschy horror-themed restaurant. But instead of being sort of playful horror, you know, like uh, like Beetlejuice or something, it's, it's more of a jail-slash-haunted mental institution vibe. <laughs> so <laughs> you go in and you get thrown on the floor of a cell with some drinks. And to get any more service, you actually have to rattle the bars and yell desperately. Which sounds terrible. Yeah, and, it does. And then the drinks come in heads, which is, you know, kind of tacky, but okay. But this is the most terrifying part to me. Every so often, killer clowns come out to harass you. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they take people to the middle of the room and then manhandle them and poke them with fake syringes. It just sounds awful to me. 
Yeah, I was I was okay with the general idea until you got to the killer clowns poking you with <laughs> fake syringes. But uh, well, what I'm curious, like, what are the reviews like? Do people like it? I think they're pretty meh from the most yeah. part. Like, like most people say, the food is good and the service is terrible, but you shouldn't go in the afternoon because the scaring is sort of half-hearted. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Well. Here's one that I don't know if it counts as a theme restaurant, but it's from North Korea, so I, I do want to talk about it. So, I, I mean, I, I realize this is a little late to discuss this, but what are you using as your criteria for a theme restaurant? All right, well, so the definition I found says it's where the concept of the restaurant takes priority over everything else. So it could be the architecture or maybe the feeling or some novelty aspect like killer clowns poking you with <laughs> syringes, but... I think North Korea's pizza restaurant does count, though, because it's a manufactured experience of the West that it, it's supposed to be novel there. Okay, so so what's it like? Well, apparently it's really weird. Kim Jong-il spent 10 years trying to get it up and running. He brought in Italian chefs to train the cooks. He imported cheese and tomatoes. They made these very specific rules, like the exact measurements that one olive should be from another. And supposedly they worked over and over to perfect the recipes. Mm -hmm. But I read this one review on Epicurious. It says this. It says, the whole thing is supposed to be someone's idea of New York or Italy. But the olive oil is rancid. The pizza tastes like cardboard and flavorless. Maybe the whole idea is propaganda to give the West a bad name. But the best part is that at the end of every night, two North Korean lounge singers come out and sing off-key Frank Sinatra tunes for anyone <laughs> who needs another reason not to go to the U.S. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I know we've got two more restaurants to go, but why don't we tackle those after the break? This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Welcome back to Part-Time Genius, where we're talking theme restaurants. So, Will, so far you've talked about cooking over a volcano and visiting North Korea for what sounds like pizza and possibly food poisoning and a horrible lounge act. <laughs> it almost feels like you're going for a disaster theme here. So how are you going to close this out? Well, I did have that one touching story about the totally dark restaurants. You got to give me some credit for that, <laughs> but but you're right. I'll try to make up for it. So I've got one that's sure to keep you relaxed, and it's Mahiko Mano, a.k.a. Tokyo's Hammock Cafe. And I think part of the appeal of the cafe is that if you're visiting and you know, kind of like running around the city nonstop, this is the perfect place to kick your feet up and get a drink. And in fact, there actually isn't a single chair in the place. It's just hammocks. So that reminds me of my favorite place that used to be in the Empire State Building. It was like a nap store where you could go in and take 10 or 20 minute naps in these space egg pods. It was so great. Yeah, exactly. But but actually, there's one catch to this place that there is a time limit on how long you can stay. And if the restaurant is busy, you're capped to a 90 minute time limit. But still, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 90 minutes feels like enough time to have a nice nap. But uh <laughs> I mean, I, I really do like hammocks, but I hate falling asleep around other people. And I'd have such a hard time not falling asleep if I nestled into one. But I, true. I do like that idea. Okay, so here's my last theme restaurant, and it's also from Japan. Have you heard of the Future Sweets Factory in Sanda City, Japan? I haven't even heard of Sanda City. What? So, so what is this? <laughs> so the, this place is, it's kind of like a kids-only Willy Wonka factory for pastries. And it sounds amazing. So apparently no one over 12 can go in. And this famous pastry chef started it because he remembered a time in Japan when kids could run wild and be kids. But in a growing city, he felt like there wasn't enough for them. So parents actually leave their kids at the door and then the kids go in and they watch chefs work with crazy robots and making new types of inventions and delicious sweets. But the other part of the whole experience was that the chef thought that parents weren't talking enough to their kids, like they were always on social media or doing work on their phones. So the only way you can actually find out what sort of fun and mischief happens inside is to ask your kids about the experience and I guess have a conversation over some of the delicious pastries they bring out. I love that. Well, I think after your talk of ice cream toilets and psycho clowns, you've totally redeemed yourself with this one, Mango. So I think I'm going to give you today's trophy. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's it for today's nine things. Mango, I look forward to seeing you and Tristan up here tomorrow. And I can't wait to see the look on Tristan's face when he gets to go to Bubba Gum Shrimp Company. When it's he just be gets so dropped great. off there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be sure to check back in tomorrow. We'll be back with a full length episode. Thanks so much for listening. the question diamonds direct as an offer you can't miss this month only buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at two thousand dollars imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once no one provides education selection and value like diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at diamonds direct won't last long details at diamondsdirect.com your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.